AWS Orbit, the podcast for Open vSwitch users and developers. This is episode number 45. This episode is an interview with Tony Vanderpeet from Allied Telesis. I caught up with Tony at the Fawcett Conference in Berkeley, which is all about the open source Fawcett OpenFlow controller for Enterprise SDN. I was really excited to finally talk on the record to a representative of a hardware switch vendor about an OpenFlow implementation based on Open vSwitch. So, without further ado, on to the interview. Hello, everyone. I'm here at the Fawcett Conference in Berkeley, uh, where uh, everyone's talking about the the Fawcett open source uh, controller uh, that uh, works with uh, software and hardware switches. And uh, today I'm talking to uh, Tony Vanderpeet, the uh, software architect for Allied uh, Telesis, who's uh, been involved in some of the uh, Fawcett projects. Why don't you Tell us a little bit more about uh, about who you are and uh, what what do you uh, work on at uh, Allied Telesis. So I work at the Allied Telesis uh, Research Centre in Christchurch, New Zealand. Uh, I've been associated with um, a, a group starting in government science uh, in eighty eight, um, nineteen eighty eight, uh, and eventually we ended up through a convoluted process uh, working with Allied Telesis. So I've been in, with Allied for. Um, 17 years apart from a wee break uh, with Telecom. Uh, when I came back to Allied about five years ago, uh, I really needed to look around for something to do, and this was about the time that Google made their announcement about the use of OpenFlow in the data centre. So I started looking into the OpenFlow uh, technology or the OpenFlow standard and um, thought this was something that would be very uh, worth us looking at. Um, so I really started working with OpenFlow then and I've effectively evangelised it a little bit in the company and done some proof of concept work and then we've turned it into production and, and now we have production quality uh, OpenFlow switches. That's a, a, a pretty great uh, story uh, for, uh, uh, for, for OpenFlow. I always had this impression that, that OpenFlow uh, wasn't uh, doing well, but at this conference uh, today and, and yesterday I, I've seen uh, a lot of what seems like uh, success stories. Um, so, uh, where you, you you talked about how, how Google was the uh, was the inspiration? Do you see that sort of carrying through with uh, with what it's ultimately uh, being being used with, or ha- has the uh, uh, like the, the goal or the, the motivation shifted uh, over the over the years? Well, obviously, the the original Google announcement was related to to the data center work, um, and our company has always been much more focused on uh, enterprise applications. So the fact that uh, Google are now helping to really drive a, a, an enterprise um, controller is quite exciting for us. Um, and, and of course, we would like to be um, putting OpenFlow into enterprise applications. Uh, and we've actually developed our own controller as well. But um, yeah, I think what Google are doing uh, and what the Fawcett, um, you know, what the Fawcett in, um, initiative is about is, uh, is quite interesting and exciting as well. So uh, one of the things that we've seen today at the at the conference was a presentation from Cisco uh, talking about how uh, they they had to do some some special work to make uh, Fawcett uh, work well uh, with with their their switches. Uh, it, it sounded like they 
like it, it wasn't necessarily a, a great match. Um, it, is is that uh, sort of, sort of thing? Is that also necessary uh, from Ally Telesis, or are the uh, uh, the technologies uh, different so that it's a, a better match? Or how how well does uh, does Fawcett match up to the the uh, way that, that your hardware works? Uh, well, we've we've tried really from from the word go to develop uh, the most generic open flow switch that we can. Uh, and using Open vSwitch, um, obviously Open vSwitch is a very fully featured implementation of OpenFlow. Uh, the trick then is to um, is to how to integrate that with your hardware solution. Uh, and the solution that we have come up with and found is to allow Open vSwitch to do what it does best, which is to manage the tables and to work out what needs to happen to a particular flow. And for us to then take that and um, translate it as best we can into our into our hardware tables. So for me, that's that's actually pretty exciting. I know that OpenV switch is used in a number of hardware switches, but it, it's pretty rare that I uh, I get to to talk to someone uh, about that. Uh, so you, I think when I've talked to you before, you, you've said that you've uh, you, you've used a, a, a variety of OpenV switch versions over the years and um, and and upgraded and so on. What's the sort of the the downstream experience? Are, are you happy with the way? Uh, that, that OBS is is developing, uh, and and what what should I be doing as an upstream developer to improve that experience? Uh, well, okay. So first of all, I, I'm I'm going to say that we we don't pay much attention to OBS versions. Uh, I discovered a long time ago that all the good stuff is on master. <laughs> so uh, we t- we had a policy very early on of just going to the tip of master uh, at the time that we felt it was right to to do an upgrade from upstream. Um, and sometimes that means we take a, a bit of the rough with the smooth, um, but we're prepared for that, and uh, we, we have very extensive... Um, I mean, we know Open vSwitch Upstream is doing extensive testing, which is a, a great quality of the project, um, But we and, and they have very high uh, software engineering standards as well, um, but we uh, we also are very um, you know mindful of, of the need for exhaustive testing, and we do a lot of that ourselves, so... Uh, not only do we have a, a whole range of unit tests based on OF test and the Ryu test suite, um, but we've also, um, you know, we've got particular customer incidents, for example, that have happened in the past, which are retested every time we do an update um, from upstream. So as far as um, uh, what we want to see from Open vSwitch, well, it's just more of the same. Um, it's a great product. Um, it works really well. It's it's very easy to work with, and uh, we couldn't really think of anything that needs changing. Really, thank you. So uh, we we don't see much on our our mailing lists uh, from uh, Allied Telesis or, or really from uh, from from other vendors. Um, and I always find myself thinking there there must be a bunch of patches that that you and, and other vendors uh, have that uh, that that should probably get eventually uh, fed back and. Um, I, I I don't know if you've if you've thought about doing that, but what's the philosophy there? So our philosophy at our Telesis is very much to try to stick as closely as possible to the upstream uh, to the upstream path, and that means that we do have an active policy of um, pushing patches upstream on on any of the projects that we are associated with. Um, we have done a couple of patches back up to Open vSwitch. And we do have a bunch more, uh, and I've already discussed with you, Ben, the, the idea that we might push up some of our um, patches that we've done recently to, um, to to give us conformance to the the ONF official conformance program. So 
we certainly look forward to uh, cleaning those patches up and getting those uh, pushed up as well. Um, but other than that, really, we haven't had to make many changes at all um, over the years. So the number of patches is uh, extremely manageable for us. And um, and obviously, you know, the, the update process from upstream is important. And if that became very difficult because of the number of patches, then we would certainly look to be uh, pushing some of, more of those upstream. But I, I hardly think we've got enough to to really justify at the moment. So... Uh, so I'm, I'm interested in the, the whole uh, ONF uh, conformance uh, testing uh, process. So uh, I, I know that there's a, a number of switches out there that are uh, conformance tested. I, I don't know whether any of those others are, are based on Open vSwitch. Um, what, what, what's that process like, and uh, how, uh, um, how, how has it been uh, for, uh, for Allied Telesis? Uh, well, f- first of all, I had a, um, a distinct policy when we were when we were charged with going for conformance that we would have to have our own version of all those tests. So we actually put in a considerable effort and implemented those 300 odd test cases ourselves. So that really gave us a great um, um, basis for going to the test um, facility, uh, having them run the tests, and then for us to be able to critically analyse the report that they gave back to us and in fact we've had a, a number of back and forth discussions about whether their test was actually a good test uh, what whether the test spec itself was accurate whether it was actually uh, testing some part of the open flow spec that was itself accurate um, so we've had a number of those debates we've managed to get a, a bit of um, change made um, but the process itself, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful. Of course, we go, we go for conformance in all sorts of areas, and it's pretty much just hard yards. You know, you've just got to get in there and, and do what, what's required to, to get the job done. So, it seems like a, a pretty big investment to uh, um, to actually go and implement all of those uh, conformance tests yourself, and mm-hmm. then uh, presumably go to the, uh, the 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 testing site, and they're they're probably going to run a completely different uh, implementation of those uh, those tests. What uh, what what motivated you to uh, to invest all that? Presume I, I presume a lot of time and effort to uh, produce the uh, versions of the test okay, yourself. So we started out using uh, OF Test, which is an open source uh, project, and it's actually relatively easy to write test cases in OF Test. Uh, and I did a few myself, and I figured that it was taking me about an hour per test on average to write these things. Um, the, 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 they'll be grouped, so the first one in the group will take a couple of hours typically, and then by the time you're writing the last one in the group. It might be a five-minute job because you've done a good refactoring and you've created something that's, you know, it's more data-driven than code-driven. So, um, so first of all, an hour each, it's 300 hours, you know, and I, I managed to um, to get uh, a, t- a temporary, um, uh, effectively a graduate student in uh, on a contract to do um, a lot of that work. Uh, surprisingly, he he was taking about an hour per test as well, which was pretty good. I thought he, I, I was going to give him two hours per test, but he he really powered through those. So he did about two hundred test cases in you know about the same number of hours, so five or six weeks. Um, now, not all of those tests were one hundred percent, as you say, they're not one hundred percent the same as the test house were doing it. But the fact that we had implemented that test meant that when they came back with a a, a packet capture and a, and a set of log messages we were able to say well actually you know our test didn't really do exactly like that but you're wrong because you're 
sending something that's not conformant with the spec or you're doing something wrong. So in some cases we've had to alter our test, obviously. In some cases we've managed to push back on the lab and get them to uh, to clean up what they're doing. So, so yesterday when we were talking, you had a, a story about how uh, the the number of packets that are that are sent in each test case makes a difference. So do you, do you want to uh, oh, talk about that? Well, this is something we discovered. Uh, well, I th I thought about very long with OF test and, and OF test. They will they will typically send a, a match. So you want to test whether you can match on destination MAC address. So you send a match that, that matches on a destination MAC address, and then you send a packet and verify that the packet comes out the right port. Now the problem with that is that um, uh, in OVS and certainly in our implementation as well, there are there are more than one path um, for the packets to travel. So obviously the first packet will go through the slow path and it will have to go through the rule table and, and be uh, analysed. Uh, but once that happens, um, the, the packet will be either in the, in the data plane um, path or in our case in a, in a hardware flow. Um, and really you need, to, you need to send another packet through to test that as well. So one of my very earliest changes to our copy of OF test and our copy of review tests was to actually send two packets per per test to make sure that both packets get through. That's so the that's you're testing the, all the data paths basically. Right, that's the sort of thing that uh, you, you don't think to do unless you know a little bit about how the uh, the implementation of the of, of the software works. Mm. Yep. Well, certainly. Um, I mean, in our case, you know, as I say, we're using OVS to process the packet flow through the software tables and then putting the thing into hardware. So obviously, there are, there are, there are definitely going to be two different paths for the packets to travel so just testing the software path uh, is really um, not enough because we've got to test the bit that we've done the bit that we've implemented which is putting that flow into hardware so that has to absolutely be tested as well so uh, let's see uh, we've we've talked a lot about uh, a few topics uh, we haven't uh, talked uh, a lot about uh, about faucet itself so Fawcett is kind of intended for uh, enterprise uh, applications. Did you have customers who are asking for something that, that Fawcett uh, could do? How, how did you really get uh, in, involved with the, 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 the folks here? Well, as a New Zealander and based in New Zealand, uh, it's really come down to the fact that um, I was looking for opportunities to, to do things with OpenFlow in New Zealand. And uh, my first experience with meeting some of the Google guys, um, like Josh Bailey, for example, was a, a wee uh, plug fest, um, or a hackathon, sorry, he organised in Wellington quite a few years ago now. And for some reason I decided, well, maybe I should go and see that. And I brought a switch up with me and uh, with our implementation and um, to see if I could get anyone interested. Uh, we actually ended up, um, through the generosity of the New Zealand sales manager, giving a couple of switches away at that event. Um, one of them went across to South Africa, one of them stayed in Wellington, uh, and that was really my uh, beginning of our association with the uh, effectively the research community in, in, um, in New Zealand, uh, and that's, that's where Fawcett has basically sprung from. So um, we've been sort of associated with them for, for quite some time. Um, as far as active um, participation in Fawcett, I mean, we we love the idea that uh, you know we we can have this um, this open source project that allows us to to show a good uh, use case for our switches. 
uh, we will certainly be keeping, um, you know, making sure that we are always up to date with the faucet tests. And if any time um, they put something in there that we no, no longer comply with, we'll certainly work hard to make sure that we do comply. So um, for us, it's a very good benchmark. It's a, it's a very good uh, standard for us to adhere to. And I guess the reason for that is, is not so much that it's, a, it's an artificial um, you know, standards organisation type of standard. It's a very practical uh, application type of standard. And, and the fact that you can say... Here's our switch. Yes, it conforms to the faucet test suite, um, you know, and we can certify that from last week or whatever. Uh, is going to be great for for probably our sales guys to go out and and uh, talk to their customers. So uh, there, there's a couple of other uh, open flow controllers that I usually think of as being higher profile than faucet. There's uh, Open Daylight. Uh, there's there's Anas. Um, does do, do you or Allied uh, tell us this? Are, are you in, uh, in, involved or, uh, with with those, or are there customers who are asking for those? And, and how does that work into sort of the, the ecosystem as you see it? Uh, so, I guess if you've got a choice of two, it's probably going to have to be pick one. Um, we're certainly looking very closely at Open Daylight, and we have uh, established to our satisfaction that we can interoperate quite nicely with Open Daylight. Uh, there are probably things we can do um, to contribute to that project to help uh, Open Daylight understand our switches better. Maybe um, there are various plugins that we can um, probably put in, and um, yeah, Open Daylight is certainly one that we would we would look to um, to potentially use as a as a future uh, controller. Um, I guess the main thing with things like that is that it's probably going to be other parties, either the customers themselves or um, third-party integrators who might use Open Daylight. So, I guess our main responsibility is to make sure that we uh, we work with Open Daylight and that um, you know someone can use our switch with Open Daylight if if they so desire. My guess is that it's harder to say we work with Open Daylight than it is to say we work with Faucet because Open Daylight is such a, a, a wide open platform that using mm-hmm. Open Daylight doesn't say that much about what you're actually doing. Right. Yeah, that would be correct. Um, I guess both of them will probably speak to different segments in the market. Um, so, so I think our aim at the moment is to try to be as uh, as um, broad as possible in terms of who we support, what we support, uh, what we can interoperate with. So, um, you know, that that's the that's the aim. I, I, I guess OpenFlow is still fairly um, uh, immature in some ways. Um, the, the killer app is still to be found. Um, I guess we're thinking maybe Fawcett could be a bit of a a bit of a game changer for OpenFlow. Um, it might be something that people you know can latch onto and say, well, actually now I understand why OpenFlow because he's this he's this great product that can help me run my enterprise network. So um, that's probably the you know one of the one of the things that might actually change the the, the landscape a wee bit for um, for OpenFlow. I I personally found Fawcett to be a little bit inspiring because it it kind of uh, changed my my view of how uh, OpenFlow controllers uh, should work and and how they can be useful. Um, I it, it, to me it seems like Fawcett is a very simple application, um, and uh, it it doesn't do that much more than uh, sort of a, a moderately ad- advanced uh, har- hardware switch. And I had always assumed that a controller that more or less just did that uh, would not be successful. But 
it's obvious to me now that I just didn't understand uh, what what people actually wanted, and and Fawcett has definitely demonstrated that that's that's valuable, especially with all the ways that you can uh, you can extend it, and because it's so uh, easy to to set up and and to use. Mm. Uh, so it it's really uh, changed my view on on what open con- flow controllers uh, uh, can be. Yep. And I think the whole—I mean, to me, the whole point about running uh, OpenFlow on your uh, enterprise LAN will be that um, you know, up up to now, things have been pretty fixed in your configuration. You you set up your switches, you configure them. To make changes is very difficult. But when the whole basis, when the fundamental basis of your network configuration is dynamic, then making more dynamic—you know—making more changes to that already dynamic situation. Um, just becomes second nature, really. It, you know, it's it's just the way it works. So, um, this is the idea: is that you know the networks of the future are going to have to be much more dynamically configured. So, why not have it dynamic from the bottom up? You know, the whole thing is totally dynamic. So, uh, you and of course it's a, it's the central control. You take the you take the config off the switches and into a central controller, and um, and that's what OpenFlow is all about. So, uh, uh, shifting topics slightly. Uh, yesterday, uh, there was a presentation about the brand new Fawcett Foundation. Is is that something that that you or uh, Allied Telesis is is likely to uh, get involved in? Well, we were very close to becoming um, one of the original signatories required to establish the foundation. Um, they actually managed to get to the number of signatures before we managed to get through our uh, hierarchy to, to decide whether we could could actually join. Uh, we're probably going to become members um, very soon um, once once they work out how that's even possible. Um, and uh, I, I guess we'll look to contribute as much as we can uh, in the areas that, um, that that suit our company best. And what what do you see as the uh, uh, the, the the proper goal or, or the the value of, of the of the Fawcett Foundation? It, it seems like that isn't entirely settled. So, uh, um, mm. it, well, it, yes, uh, Brad. Brad um, yesterday asked the question, "What does what does success look like?" To me, success would be um, Fawcett being a viable um, means of running enterprise networks, and and you could almost bring it down to just the number of people that are going to be using Fawcett. And can we make this thing grow? And can we actually make it a, uh, a viable way to manage networks? And I guess the thing that kind of interests me a little bit is the ecosystem that you might establish, and the the the, the companies, large or small, that can gather around Fawcett as a central concept and um, and achieve success. Uh, you know, through Fawcett, basically through through the use of Fawcett and and the expansion of it as a as a way of doing things. So that that segues pretty well into uh, one of the questions that I typically ask toward the toward the end of an interview, and that is, uh, what do you see as the future of Fawcett, or or the future of of uh, Allied Telesis uh, related to to Fawcett? What what should happen next? Uh, I'm not sure my opinions will necessarily be the company's opinions. Um, I'm I'm really just motivated to sell um, switches or to produce switches, which uh, you know sell and make revenue for the company. Uh, and and the idea for me is to um, is to make sure that we are able to interoperate with as many um, OpenFlow systems as possible, uh, Fawcett being one of them. Um, I'd like to think that we are regarded as as a fairly good uh, implementer of Fawcett at the moment. 
um, we were certainly going to be highly motivated to keep that up and, and to be uh, uh, leading the way if possible. Um, so it's, it's really going to drive us uh, and, and help us uh, define our requirements. Um, whether or not um, our company will also produce... Um, well, we, we do have an open flow controller, we do have open flow applications, so it's, it's very possible that it's, there's going to have to be some merging of that in the future or we will continue to have, um, you know, mul- multiple um, types of customers, you know, either, either taking more or less of, of our offering um, and, and more or less of the open source offerings uh, that are out there. So um, it, it's an interesting prospect in the, in the future, but um, I, I think Fawcett is just one uh, potential way of um, expanding the usefulness and the, the take-up of OpenFlow. So we're, we're prepared to support anything that does that, really. So. All right. Uh, great. Uh, so uh, is, is there anything important that I should have asked that I forgot? Uh, or anything else you'd like to uh, uh, say? No, not really. <laughs> it's, um, it's been great to have a, an opportunity. I, I guess the other thing I would like to say, um, well, again, I can't reiterate how, you know, how um, as an open source project, Open vSwitch really is, uh, you know, it's, it's highly um, professional in its engineering standards. It's extremely busy, um, which is always a good sign. There's a lot going on in it. Um, very open, um, and it's just a great product. So thank you, Ben. Oh, well, thank you very much. And uh, if, if people want to uh, find out more about you or uh, about Allied Telesis's involvement in, in Fawcett or OpenFlow, uh, what are good places for them to look? Uh, I would suggest just going to the Allied Telesis website. Uh, OpenFlow is... is um, gaining quite a bit of traction within the company um, as an exciting new way to uh, to showcase our capabilities and, and who we are. So there is quite a bit of information about OpenFlow on the website, I believe. So, Oh, that's great. Uh, I, it, I was thinking uh, quickly about how uh, uh, someone yesterday was talking about how a, a, a lot of companies, uh, they're, they're working on OpenFlow, but their, their sales, salespeople tell you not to use it. So it, it sounds like you've taken a, a different tack. Uh well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say we're too far from that necessarily. Um, I, I guess everyone's a little bit uncertain about OpenFlow, um, and, and I think uh, you know I look at the um, the classic graph of the what is it the the peak of heightened expectations, <laughs> and the trough of despair, and, and I don't know where OpenFlow is on that track at the moment, but uh, I certainly believe that um, you know tools like OpenVSwitch and Fawcett can can really help make OpenFlow, um, you know, something that is mature, something that is uh, professional, if you like, that is um, reliable and able to be used in in real-world networks. All right, and I think that's a perfect point at which to uh, end the episode. Thank you. Thank you very much, Peter. OVS Orbit is edited and produced by Ben Pfaff using Audacity audio editing software and released under the Creative Commons Unported 3.0 license. The intro and bumper music in this episode is excerpted from Electro Deluxe by My Free Mickey and the outro from Girls Like You by Stefan Kartenberg, both under the Creative Commons Attribution Unported 3.0 license. For more episodes of OVS Orbit, visit ovsorbit.org, or for more information about OpenVSwitch, visit openvswitch.org.